welcome to the Prism of Torah podcast archive with your host, Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. This podcast features a Devatara called Parshas Akev, Educating Our Kids. Shalom to everyone. In this week's Parsha, Parshas Akev, I want to share with you an idea that my friend Yonasan Geffen put together. I think there's a very important message we can get out of it. In Perek Yudalf Pasuk Yutes, it talks about how we should teach our kids, i.e. the next generation, to talk and do mitzvahs and teiro. As it says in the Pasuk, that you should teach, you shall teach them, your children, to speak in them, i.e. the teiro and mitzvahs, while you sit in your home, while you walk on the way, and when you retire and when you arise. And the question begs itself, and this is what the Chesav Soifa asks, why is this Pasuk going to such lengths to explain this idea? Just say we should teach them to to speak in them. It's just like the beginning of the Pasuk, and that's it. You shall teach them to your children to speak in them. Why do we have to now go and specifically say why you sit in your home, while you walk on the way, when you retire, and when you arise? What's all this about? The Choret's redundant, and we know there's no redundancy in the Torah. So one answer could be that every extra word, we're learn- the Gemara Darshan's out of it something. We learn from each extra word something. But what's the simplified answer? Pshat. We said the Torah is learned in four different dimensions. Pardes, Pshat, Remez, Drash, and so on. Pshat. What's the Pshat? So the Chesav Soifer answers because it's not enough to ensure your kid does Torah and mitzvahs and talks in them and goes in their way when he's with you. That's not enough. And that's exactly the message of the Pasuk. The Pasuk is teaching you, ensure you're smart in the way you teach them, that even when they're walking on their own way, you you have to ensure that you instill in them this idea of loving Torah and mitzvahs. This idea is a very fundamental concept in Chinuch, in bringing up our children. Rav Yakubson the famous uh, Mechanich says that really there are two different two different aspects of bringing up children, of being Mechanich them. One, he calls in Hebrew the word Hafala, which means to control. You can control your kids, and that can be in t- one of two ways, either in a positive reinforcement or telling them they'll get something, a prize if they do something, or showing them that you're angry and doing something that will upset them. And hence, you are in control and can affect them. But that's not enough. And it's not good if you only use this way. It backfires. The other facet, the other thing that we have to do, is bring them up, and that is what's really called chinuch. Chinuch comes, really, if you look at what chinuch means, Rashi says in different places in the Chumash, it's to initiate something. That's why there is this idea of Chanukah Sabais, to initiate living in a, in a home. Also, there's Chanukah Samizbeach, Chanukah Samishkan. When we started the Bishamikdash, the Mishkan, or the, the Mizbeach, the altar, then the first time is the initiation of it. And so too here, we're, in, we're initializing the learning and the love and the 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 emes of Torah and mitzvahs to our kids, and that's what Chinuch all about. It's not enough just to control, and that's what the pasuk is teaching us.
Bechsav Soifer says that this is exactly the meaning of a Pasuk in Mishle, the same Pasuk that says that you should educate and bring up your kid, each one in his own ways, because everyone is different as we know. And it says that you have to ensure you do it in the proper way, because as he gets older, so that he won't go astray. The English translation of this Pasuk in Mishle is educate the youth according to his way, so also when he gets older, he will not turn away from it. And that's how the Gra, the Goin Mavilna explains this Pasuk. It is important to note that both are required to bring up a child. Also, to be in control and make sure they do things when you're next to them, because that gives the result of a, pr- a proper habit of getting used to do the mitzvahs and Torah, and that's obvious that's what you need to do. But it's far from enough. We have to ensure we instill in them this understanding of why it's the right thing to do and the best thing for us, and to instill in them the, the love for Torah and mitzvahs. And that's exactly what the Chesav Soifer ends off saying, that the way you can ensure that they go in the right way, how do you do this? How do you initiate? You do this chinuch, initiation, in your kid to bring to come up to to bring him up in the way that he'll talk in Torah mitzvahs even when you're not there. That's by instilling in them emuna and bitachon in Hashem, and surely you will succeed. I'd just like to end off with two stories that show this idea. Story number one, both are being brought down by Rabbi Chil Yaakovson. That someone came up to him and said, I don't know what to do. My son stopped davening. He stopped coming to shul. I don't know. So he asked the father. What do you mean? How, uh, what, what, tell me more about the story. So he said, ever since he was really young, I always ensured he came to shul with me, and I was even willing to give up on my own concentration and praying, and I just ensured that my kid prays properly. And now, he's totally stopped. And when Rav Jacobson asked the kid, he saw a totally different picture. The kid said, my whole life I've been waiting for this day that I'll be old enough to just leave shul and not to go daven. Why? Because he always forced me to daven. This is when you see someone took control to an extreme that back, backfired. And unfortunately, unfortunately, we see this happening. And as someone big told me, and Adam Gadol told me that a lot of people, they love Torah Mitzvah so much, and unfortunately, they teach their kids to hate it. And what does he mean by that? Because we force them to do certain things, and instead of letting them understand how it's beneficial for them to do it, and it's the best thing ever, but we force them, and that backfires on us. Story number two is the Rebetzin. Let's call him a, a Rav and a Rebetzin. They both had Tehillim groups on Shabbos. That that uh, the, the, the Rav was with a bunch of boys, and the Rebetzin was with a bunch, a bunch of girls, t- uh, saying Tehillim with them. They each pretty much did the same thing, or it seemed to be so, and they gave them a little prize at the end. However, there was a stark, a very strong contrast between the two groups. When they asked all the boys in the group of the the Rav that did Tehillim with them, they asked them, so why do you say Tehillim? So they all said, oh, for the prize. And some said, because we have nothing else better to do. But when they asked the girls who were part of the group of the Rebetzin's group they all said because we know what a impact it has in the world and it's unbelievable and it gives a lot of nachas to HaKadosh Bohu. but they couldn't believe that such a, a, a strong contrast between the two groups but when they went deeper into the groups and understood what happened they saw that the, the Rav told them come to Tehillim there will be amazing prizes and everything was about the prizes 
And therefore, and he also told them, ah, so if you, anyways, if you don't come, what are you going to do? That's how he convinced them to come. So that's what was instilled in them. However, the Rebetzin said, come to Tehillim, it's the best thing. It's the best thing you could do. You're going to affect positively all of Am Yisrael and give Nachas Takadish And at the end, she did give the prize, but she said, oh, this is something that the Yitzhar will get also. The evil inclination will get as well. But at the end of the day, her main focus and what was instilled in those girls was the truthful amazingness of saying to him and what Ashpad has. Yiratzon that will have the schus, the merit to be able to give it over to the people around us, the importance of Torah and Mitzvah and the ripple effect it has. Good job. This is the Prism of Torah podcast. Drabasaf Aaron Prisman. Please share with your friends and family. PrismaofTorah.com is where you can find the full archive of Divrei Torah. You can contact us through the website. Once again, PrismaofTorah.com This podcast was produced for free by Ellie Podcast Production. Lunishmas, Leibas, Yonah, Yaakov Alexander, Ben Mordechai, Yisrael, Isaac, Ben Moshe.